A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. When he got home away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart but the stomach, and passes out into the latrine? Thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of the man, that is what defiles him. From within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile. The Gospel of the Lord. A white rose is kept pure when its water is pure, when what it drinks is undefiled. But put a little drop of dye in there and it might be diluted enough that indeed it, it continues to be a white rose. But put enough dye in there and eventually that dye permeates the rose and the petals become stained with its color. Our gospel today, our Lord talks about nothing coming from the outside defiles, but rather what's inside, what comes out, is what defiles. It's not just the outside, but it's what the outside gives birth to within, what's allowed to permeate. The near occasion of sin is quite deadly but also quite powerful is the near occasion of grace. Both can surround us depending on where we place ourselves. There's temptation which seeks to come into us, but it by itself cannot defile. It's like the tree in the Garden of Eden. But the evil one will use these, the near occasions that we allow the evil one to use for temptation, we empower that around us. On the flip side, the grace that's around us by itself cannot permeate us. We're here to celebrate the great gift of the Eucharist. No greater occasion for grace than this, but we have to allow it to permeate us. This breath of God which can turn clay into man as we heard about in our first reading. This is this, the example of Saint Scholastica. She positioned herself and began the monastic nunnery because she wanted to be surrounded with things of God. She wanted that to be what was surrounding her, that it could permeate her. And so how we position ourselves is greatly, greatly important. 
We can look at the fruits of our lives. Are we truly avoiding the near occasion of sin? We promise to do so in reconciliation, right? It's not just sin, but we need to run from just the near occasion of it, lest we become defiled. Otherwise, we're putting ourselves at a grave disadvantage. So the fruits that come from within us, the sins that we confess over and over again, we need to look at ourselves, that, that rose of our soul. What are the stains that are on there that we constantly are asking our Lord to clean? What are we doing about our surroundings? What, what occasions might we be giving in to the world, the evil one, or our flesh that can be avoided? Because we, with all of our power, with all of our might, we must avoid the deadliness of the near occasion of sin and in turn enjoy the near occasion of grace that has been bestowed upon each one of us.